That Sober Guy podcast contains adult content, merciless truth, and emotional nudity. Listener discretion is advised. Yo, to the pro. Yo, to the pro. Yo, 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 what's up today? Yo, 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 what's up today? Just changing it up a little bit for you. I'm a little excited right now. Hope you're excited too. Thanks for tuning in today. Thanks to humans for bringing us in. Love those guys. Check them out. Check out their music. Some good stuff right there. Thank you to you guys for all the great messages, all the birthday wishes this week. Uh, Lots of love, and I appreciate the heck out of it. I'm Shane Rammer. You're listening to That Sober Guy podcast since 2014, going strong. Uh, We help people stay sober. I know I stay sober through doing this show. It's a big part of my recovery, as well as many other ass, what is it, facets or offsets or programs or whatever the hell I'm trying to say. But here's what we do on the show here. We talk about it. We communicate. We get open with it. Uh, We have some great guests. We talk about drugs. We talk about uh, using alcohol as a tool to deal with life. We talk about recovery, of course. We talk about motivation, how to live a positive lifestyle. And uh, man, we have some great community of people, a great community of people uh, surrounding each other in the process when we're working that program. So Uh, If this is your first time here, welcome. Glad you're tuning in today. Glad you're here. If you're trying to stay sober, just focus on today. That's all we got is today. And remember that. Now today, I'm going to start with uh, reading some iTunes reviews. We haven't done that in a while. We've got quite a few, uh, quite a few reviews. So I'd like to give a little love for those who've left a review. And if you haven't, please do so. Uh, we got lots of baseball talk about this past week uh, from the River Cats game that we went to, uh, to coaching my son's t-ball team, uh, to losing in the playoffs in my very ex- exquisitely important men's softball league, which I love, by the way, have a great time out there. And uh, you might say, well, what the hell does that have to do with recovery? Trust me, uh, there's a couple things in there that relate to it. So we'll get into a little bit of that. Uh, and then also, what do you do when you're feeling overwhelmed, out of your routine? Uh, I want to touch on that a little bit towards the end of the podcast, if we can get that in. I think we should have time to get to that. But uh, uh, yeah, before we do that, be sure to check us out at thatsoberguy.com. You got past episodes there. There's a resource page there. So if you're looking for a meeting, you can go on there. You can type in your zip code or your city. Uh, you can find NAAA, uh, Celebrate Recovery Refuge. Uh, I think the uh, the National Suicide Hotline I've posted on there as well. Uh, man, all kinds of resources for those out there struggling or just looking to, uh, to get a little relief and reach out. Uh, so you can go to thatsoberguy.com, check that out there. Um, also you can connect with us on Instagram. That's the best place, uh, to message me, to, uh, leave a comment, check out our Instagram feed. It's at real, that sober guy, uh, at real, that sober guy. And then on Twitter, it's at Shane Raymer, but I have no clue how to use Twitter still. I don't use it often, but I do check it occasionally. So if you're on Twitter, you can leave a message or a comment on there as well. Finding the right treatment for addiction and mental health illness, uh, can be tough. And many of us know that. That's why uh, we put off getting sober for so long. I know that's why I did. It was, I didn't know what the heck to do. I didn't know what my resources were. I didn't know where I could go. Who could I turn to? Who could I reach out to uh, without, uh, or to get some direction without feeling uh, completely inadequate and like I had no clue what was going on, which I didn't. That's why I needed some help. 
And that's also why we've continued to partner with Foundations Recovery Network. So you have a solid resource to reach out to if you or a loved one's in that position. Foundations stays true to their mission. They hold high ethical standards uh, and they have a, a treat they have they provide treatment in a nationwide network of residential as well as outpatient programs. Uh, so if you or a loved one needs some help, here's how you can uh, reach out. You can go to foundationshelp.com. That's foundationshelp.com slash sober guy, foundationshelp.com slash sober guy. Or you can pick up the phone and you can call 833-81-SOBER. Uh, that's 833-81-SOBER. You can talk with an admissions coordinator about treatment options, about what uh, what options are available to you or your loved one. Once again, foundationshelp.com slash sober guy or, or call 833-81-SOBER. All right. Let me take a breath real quick here. Let me take a drink of water, actually. Oh, that was a funny sound right out of the Yeti there. This Yeti cooler or Yeti uh, drink, not cooler. I wish I had a Yeti cooler. Dude, those things are a grip. I saw them at, uh, I think it was like Dick's Sporting Good not too long ago. And man, those things were just solid. But, you know, over 500 bucks, I think, something like that. I can't remember exactly what the price was, but it was a grip for that ice chest, but in any case, I didn't buy one because I don't have 500 bucks to dump on an ice chest, but I did have, I think Jess actually got this for me, the Yeti drink, and I take this thing everywhere with me. So if you don't have one, get one. Good stuff. Keeping the water cold. It's like my favorite. Let's get into some reviews, though, here on iTunes. And if you haven't left us a review and the show's helped you, please feel free to do so. You can go onto iTunes. You just click on the ratings and reviews tab and uh, you sign in if you're not already signed in, which you should be if you're on your iTunes account. And you can leave us a, a, a rating on there. You can leave a comment. You can just give us a five-star review. We appreciate that. Uh, and we've had some great ones uh, in the past month or two. And so I just wanted to read a couple of them. This first one comes from um, from Rob. Uh, oh, wait. What does that say? A, I don't know what that says. Hockey Hottie actually is the name. Something Rob on there. It's a five-star review. It says, I'm four months sober tomorrow. I've listened to every podcast Shane's done. They're by far and away the best addiction podcasts I listen to. I appreciate that. Uh, keeps it fun, but also serious when when needs to be. And I recommend everyone in recovery listen to this. I wish it was on every day, 10 stars. Damn, that's nice. Thank you for that. I appreciate that. And that is the goal to get on uh, every day, Monday through Friday. So we're working towards that. We'll see what happens here, uh, here in the next year or so. Uh, the next one comes from Coco Chanel Coco. Uh, it says, okay, it's a three-star review, but we're going to read it anyways. I, I always appreciate the honesty. Different people have different opinions. Not everybody's going to like everything kind of like uh, recovery. Some things that work for some people don't always work for other people. And that's okay. So I just want to be very open about that. We really, uh, you know, I really take a lot of pride in this platform in doing that. It's not this way or that way. You know, certain people like things and certain people don't. But Coco Chanel says bad language, which I fully admit to. I'm glad he honors God as his strength, though. So there it is. Doesn't like the language. Glad I honor God. You know, I've thought about that. I think the language thing for me is between me and God. And uh, I can understand some people who don't like it. Uh, some days are just different than others, man. Some days I have a really foul mouth. I think today I'm doing okay so far. It's not that I it's not that I curse out of anger or anything. It's it's just it's just how it sounds to me. <laughs> it just wants to come out that way, to, to emphasize. And I've heard a lot of people tell me, well, you don't need to do that to emphasize. I get it. Some people don't 
right now at this time in my life, that's the way it is. Maybe down the road, I'll look back and go, man, Shane, you were such a jackass. You sounded like such a dipshit. Why were you talking? I, I don't know. But uh, I can appreciate the honesty. So thanks for that review, Coco Chanel. And uh, I guess maybe one thing I could do is say parental advisory before you turn this on. Don't listen to it with your children. It's not a child show. It is an adult show because we're all adults here. Everybody listening and tuning in is an adult and we are all responsible human beings and productive members of society. And if I want to curse, I will curse, damn it. Just kidding. <laughs> the next one, stringy bone. This one says A plus 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 five stars. I love it. Great podcast. Here's the this is the best. This is the best one, two, three, four, five words for me that I could possibly get. Great podcast with excellent production and quality content. Because I'm such a nerd on that aspect. I take a lot of pride in the production. If the shit doesn't sound good, that bothers me. If I turn a podcast on and the sound is terrible. I'm going to turn it off. Not being a jerk or anything. I want the sound quality good, at least decent. Uh, and of course, quality content. Come on. Who doesn't want some quality content? Uh, Hawk it up there, buddy. Who doesn't want quality content? We don't want to waste our time listening to something that is a bunch of BS or doesn't give us any solid takeaways or any fun, any laughs, anything like that, man. We want to have some good stuff. So stringy bone. I appreciate that. Uh, the next one comes from Patrick. Patrick says, my name is Patrick. I just want to thank you for doing the podcast. I'm just shy of being two weeks sober. Wow. Nice, man. So this was actually dropped on June 7th. So, um, if you're still going st strong, Patrick, which I hope you are, uh, man, you're looking at over two months, I think, right about now. So congrats on that. If that's the case, I hope so. Last week I was struggling, wanted to start up again. I found your podcast and it's really helped and inspired me to keep moving forward. I'm going to start going to some meetings and find a sponsor and start working the steps. Bro, that is huge. So I want to make something very clear just on this, on this review right here. This podcast platform Shane Raymer, myself, I'm not responsible for anybody but me. I'm not, I'm not helping anybody, you know, stay sober or really get sober. I'm sharing some experience. We have some great guests on that share their stuff. It's up to you to do what you're going to do with it. And that, that is really my intention of what this platform is, is to have some fun and to help be a bridge to help people um, figure out on their own that they might want to go get some help if they think they need it. And that right there, those are the three most important things, foundational things in, in get, if you have a problem with drugs or alcohol and getting and staying sober, get to some meetings, find a sponsor, start working the steps. There's no magic formula. And that's for a 12 step outline. I want to be clear. Maybe that hasn't worked for some people. I've had people on the show and I've talked to people who don't do a 12 step and they've been able to stay sober. That's awesome. I love it, man. I don't care how you stay sober. I don't care how you improve your life. I don't care how you change. I don't care how you, what way you be, you know, you become um, a, a successful, productive, 
um, provider for your family, entrepreneur, whatever the hell it is, we're all different. doesn't matter. But the important thing is here is that each one of us has a different way of approaching things and we can all learn a little bit from each other and take a little bit. Oh man, I like how, you know, I like how, uh, you know, this dude does it. I like how she does it over there. I like that little thing right there. And we can all take little things from each other and learn and build our own out. But for me, the foundational things for recovery was just what Patrick said was get to a meeting, get to some meetings, finding a sponsor, working the steps. So good stuff, man. Patrick, thank you for that, uh, for the for the five-star um, review and for the, the word there. I hope you're still going strong, uh, sober, man. Um, let's see. Two more, two more. This one comes from Kevin. It's five-star uh, early in recovery, just a little shy of three months. I don't know anything about podcasts, but I needed something outside of meetings and literature and decided to look into recovery podcast. I stumbled upon Shane's station. I listen daily. Shane's the most awesome and has the best guests. Woo. Yeah. I can be the most awesome. I say that very humbly. Thank you. Uh, my, my son thinks I'm pretty awesome. And that's, that's really the most important thing to me is as long as my daughter, my son and my wife think I'm awesome. Uh, and Kevin, of course, man. Hey, I'm awesome, man. I'm feeling it. Thank you for that. But uh, I said, so funny and inspiring and genuine. I've reached out to him on Instagram now multiple times. Uh, and he even makes it a point to get back to me. And I do, man. It's at real that sober guy. If y'all hit me up on Instagram, I do try my best, my damnedest to get back to everybody because I enjoy meeting people and talking about recovery and uh, helping each other out, man. That's, that's what it's about. And that stuff helps keep me dialed in and helps keep me sober and reminds me of why I do this stuff because I have fun with it. Number one, no, well, number one, because I stay sober. Number two, because I have fun with it uh, and because I love uh, I love it. I love the community. I love everything about it. So thank you, man. And, and uh, Kevin says, thank you. Thank you, Shane, for the podcast. I love you, man. I love you too, bro. And thank you. Much appreciated. The last one comes from Frank. Five stars, such a good dude. Uh, Shane, nothing but love for you, brother. Thanks for having the Purpose Chasers podcast on. That's awesome. Big Mark, uh, shout out to him from Purpose Chasers. That's a great podcast if you want to check that out. Um, we had Mark on. I don't remember... Well, I guess I can go back and look because I'm on iTunes right now. Let's see. Where was Mark? Mark Crandall was episode 271 from Purpose Chasers. Uh, I think he's got a new podcast actually starting up here soon. Um, and uh, yeah, give him a little love too. And that's what it's about, man. Connecting with people, meeting people, getting out there, getting out of our comfort zone, stepping out, getting to meetings, getting out in, in, um, in different communities, all out there and, uh, and, and having some fun too. Having some fun stepping out a little bit. It's okay. You can have fun and be sober. I promise you that it might take a little adjustment, takes a little bit of time at first, but it's definitely possible. So thank you for those reviews. I appreciate you guys. Thanks for all the messages. Thanks for all the birthday wishes this week. 38. I'm 38. Doesn't really feel much different than 37. Um, I've said it a couple times and it's like one of those cheesy lines. I'm just going to say it. <laughs> I'm 38. I feel 25 and I act like I'm 16. <laughs> I actually fucking said that. Excuse my F word. See, look at that. I'm all conscious of it now, but I actually said that to somebody seriously. I think a couple people. I don't remember who it was, but I was serious. I thought it was funny at the time, right? Because it's true. Um, but the cheesiness of that line and at the same time, the truth of it, the truth behind it, I'm 38. I feel 25. I act 16. It's true. Really is true. There's nothing like a good fart, a good burp, uh, maybe a good block of cheese to have some fun with and have a good laugh. 
So uh, we had a good time. We went to the River Cats game uh, for my birthday. So so thanks to the family, thanks to Seth, Chad, and Mel for rolling out to that. And we had a good time, man. We had uh, so the River Cats are a AAA. Uh, I think it's actually the AAA Giants organization uh, out of Sacramento. And uh, they have a good team. They were playing the Fresno Grizzlies, so it's that rivalry there. I think it's the Pacific Coast League. And uh, a lot of you know I travel down to Fresno a lot. I do a lot of work down there. So I, I, I usually stay in the hotel, which is right by the Grizzlies stadium. So I've gone to quite a few Grizzlies games. And so it was cool to come back and have the Grizzlies come up in SAC, which is more closer to where I live, uh, and uh, and get out and watch a game. They're both good teams. Uh, was a good game. was fun. Now, we got the family pack, right? The family pack. Here's what this consists of. And if for all of you out there listening, you know how expensive it is to take your family anywhere these days, right? Like we're talking about um, even an A's game, which is one of the cheaper venues to go watch a professional baseball game, I'm dropping a few hundred bucks, at least at least a couple hundred bucks. But by the time you pay for parking, tickets, gas, bridge toll, all that stuff to take four of us to an A's game, I mean, I'm going to have to dig a little deep to get a decent seat, to go have some fun, do all that. You go to the River Cats game, and it's really similar with the Stockton Heat games out here. I love some uh, some some minor, uh, minor league hockey uh, at the same time, I think they're the uh, Calgary Flames affiliate. But you can do the Stockton Heat and like we did the River Cats for like barely over a hundred bucks. We got a family pack, which was four tickets, four hot dogs, four bags of chips, four drinks, and like they even gave us a hat too, like a River Cats hat, which was cool. And it, it actually, I mean, it's a cheaper hat, but it really it wasn't jinky. You know how a lot of time you get like the hat with like the 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 freaking ampm or the arco logo on it nothing against arco ampm whatever i'm just saying the, whatever branding is sponsored that event you'll get the branding logo on there they didn't even have the branding logo just a plain white hat with uh with the the rc for the river cats and we all got one of those 75 bucks for that for all that so we spent 75 bucks and then uh i think we paid 10 bucks for parking and then we bought, I bought a bunch of junk food while we were there. That was probably 20 or 30 bucks, which we're going to get into here in, in just a few minutes um, and talk a little bit more about how we used to double fist Mickey's 40 ounces. And now we double fist milkshakes since Sunday's son. <laughs> it was pretty funny. We, <coughs> oh, excuse me. Oh, I almost puked. Oh man, we, uh, we post, or I posted a picture of that on Instagram. So you can check that out there too. But yeah, we did all that for, I think we spent like 120 bucks. Okay, and so point being is we can still go out and man, minus the alcohol, can you? I would have spent 120 bucks just on alcohol back in the day if I, if I was still drinking. Man, I don't know how, even how much a beer is. I didn't look, but it's it's got to be between you know six and 13 bucks, I would imagine. And y'all know that when we partying down, we, we weren't just drinking one one or two beers. We're going full fledged till the seventh inning till I can't you know, function very straight anymore, at least so I can't see straight. I don't have to worry about that anymore, which is great. Get to enjoy the game. We sat out in left field on the lawn, had a great time. Um, and I think the River Cats Park is probably one of the nicest parks in the league, in, in AAA. Um, it's, it's a beautiful stadium. The weather was great out. And I mean, the, the field is nice, good people, um, food, pretty damn good. Um, and, and that leads me into what I just had, had mentioned all the junk food, right? Um, 
so much junk food there that, that we got into from Cracker Jacks to ice cream to cotton candy between cash. But I mean, what is a baseball game without all the fun stuff, right? I had a fat stomachache after I think I ate, I ate a hot dog. I ate a cheeseburger. I went total fat boy style. Um, I ate some chips. I had uh, some sunflower seeds and then I had a huge birthday ice cream sundae. I can't even remember what it was called, but it had like these cinnamon like things in it. And so it's it's me, Chad, and Seth. And, and many of you know Seth because Seth's been on the show. He's done he's done quite a few episodes on here. He's a he's a regular guest. Actually, probably should have him back on here again soon. Um, but me, Chad, Seth, um, you know, we've known each other since we were kids. And so it was great to go, you know, to, to the game and we get up, we're watching the game. And, and I think we waited till like the fifth inning. We'd already eaten, you know, some, some snacks. There was some stuff going on and we decided let's go on. So it wasn't, let's go on a beer run back in the day. It would have been, let's go to the bar. Come on. We're getting to the bar. Actually, we wouldn't even been, we'd already been in the bar right when we got there. But in this case, it wasn't, let's go to the bar. It wasn't, let's go get a shot. Let's go get some beer. It was, let's go get some sugar. (laughs) Now, I know that's not good. I know it's not the best. On special occasions, what the hell, right? At a baseball game, let's go just mash down some Sundays for your birthday and get after a little bit. So we went back and um, I can't remember the name of the fruit. It's like a, well, I think there was the Dole Whip, which is the pineapple uh, some sort of like a pineapple yogurt thing. I, I think Seth had one of those and I think maybe Chad had one too or something similar to that. They also had some other fruit one and then they had the ice cream stuff, which was the Sunday that I got uh, with a milkshakes as well. So we, we stand in line for a few minutes. We all get our stuff and we're walking back and I, and it just kind of hits me like, man, we used to double fist like Mickey's 40s, old E40s, natural ice 40s, whatever you could. I mean, we drank it all to, at some point or another. Mainly Mickey's stuff for me. We used to double fist, man, and get down, whether it was grenades, 40s, whatever. And I'm thinking about this as we're walking back because I'm and I'm laughing about how um, we're double fisting milkshakes and uh, and ice cream sundaes and, uh, you know, par, I don't know what the hell it's called. It's, it's fruit parfait shit whatever it is like smoothie something and i had to stop and take a photo of it and and i posted on instagram so if you want to see that photo you can go on instagram at real that sober guy check it out give it a like let me know you saw it um whatever you want but it was fun and uh and and just letting loose getting free a little bit right cash got a baseball uh i mean that was cool but we were right by the bullpen dude threw a ball up uh i, I don't know it was one of the one of the catchers uh, from the Giants because he had the Giants uh, hat on, which means he was up. But he tossed Cash a ball, man, that made Cash's day, which was awesome. And check this out too. I forgot about this. So they threw the ball up there, right? Well, my my birthday wasn't Saturday; it was Monday. We went to the game Saturday. My birthday was on a Monday. I think Sunday night we did a little bit. Of, we did some dinner, and they wanted me to open a, a couple gifts that they got me. These my my kids. They gave me the ball back. And they signed it all. You know, they put the date on it. My wife told them to put the date, sign the ball. Um, you know, love you, dad. Happy birthday. So now I got the ball up in, in the studio here. And it's it's awesome, man. Like, I get to remember these moments. Cherish these moments. Try to live in these moments. They're so important uh, for my family, for me to acknowledge that, to be there in the right headspace instead of off worried about how much 
um, you know, how I'm going to drive home or how I can sneak one more beer before the seventh inning or how I can uh, figure out how I'm, how I'm, you know, just, you know what I'm saying? How am I going to work this out to where it benefits only me? Only me. I'm so selfish. You selfish bastard. That's how it is, man. When you're in that heat of it and you don't even realize it. I didn't even realize it at the time, you know, and I'm just so thankful that uh, I don't have to, I don't have to do that anymore. I can be present. I can be in the moment. My kids can give me a ball, you know, the next day and I'm not hung over and feeling like shit. Actually, I take that back. I was a little bit hung over from all the shitty food. That's a hundred. And I had to, I had to detox and, and, uh, and, and not really eat all day because of all the, all the crap we ate. But Hey man, that's, that's how I party these days, man. I'll tell you how I party. I get up at 4.30 or 5 a.m. I'm ready to party with like three cups of coffee and get after it. And then on my birthday, I go to a game and I'm sober and I party down by eating a bunch of shitty food for the night. You know, hey, it's not an everyday occurrence. Trying to do do good, you know, day in and day out. Trying to do good day in and day out. I'm a responsible person. But we had a damn good time. The other great thing was Seth was yelling and rooting for both teams. <laughs> I wish you guys could see Seth and go to a live event with Seth. It is one of, or not even a live event, just anywhere out in public with, with that guy is absolutely hilarious. Um, he has, you know, the best of time. He's got the best spirit. He's always up having a good time. He's talking to people. Um, he's pretty damn hilarious rooting for both teams um, and it was just, it was a really good time. And I, I appreciate, you know, everyone who came out from, from Seth, from Chad, from my, my lady, my mom came out, the kids, we had a really good time. So thanks again for all the birthday, birthday wishes. Um, the other thing I wanted to mention with the baseball stuff or talk about a little bit was T-ball and you're going to go, well, how the hell, what's up with all this baseball talk this week? How does this relate to recovery? And I promise you this part of this really, really does because something kind of spoke to me, um, in, in the aspect of what came, you know, from thinking about T-ball and what I'm kind of going through with this and being a first time coach. And it's like hurting 12 cats, like all into one area, you know, as, as we, as we try to coach and, and, and be mentors and teach, you know, the game of baseball, um, my patience has been tested so much. And at the same time, um, it's teaching me patience too, which is, which is a great thing because, uh, my patience can, can fluctuate. I'm sure like many of us, some days are better than others, especially if you have kids, you know what I'm talking about. Kids teach you patience a hundred percent. And if you don't have patience with kids, you're going to lose your mind. And I, if I didn't have recovery and patience and was working, you know, to better myself and practice and do this stuff, I would have went back to drinking a long time ago because trying to be a sober parent sometimes is tough, you know? And so coaching T-ball, you know, and I think I mentioned this on a, on a past episode and my apologies. If so, I just, I forget sometimes, but my homeboy, Nick, uh, is a coach with me, right? He's helping coach out, which is, which is great. We're having a lot of fun. Both our boys are our best buddies and they play on the team together. But after the first practice, it was chaos. It was like, holy shit. Like, what did I get myself into? And Nick turns to me about 10 minutes in. He goes, Hey, Raymer. He goes, uh, I think you might go back to drinking after this. <laughs> and he was kind of laughing, making a joke. And I go, man, no shit, man. This is, this is intense right here. And needless to say, it's been awesome. We were just, we had a game yesterday. We were talking about how much we've watched these kids improve. 
how much they've gotten better, um, how, you know, we we're, we're building these little rapport with the parents and with the kids now. And it's, it's really awesome, man. It's really good thing. I'm glad I did it. I'm glad I continue to do. I think it goes through August. And one of the reasons I wanted to do it, because I hope to continue to coach cash as I, as I get older, I mean, as cash gets older, uh, you know, through pony and, and if he continues to play, I wanted to be able to remember these T-ball days and, and go, man, like, that's, you know, that was a whole different time right there. That was kind of tough, man. If I can do that, I can, you know, I can do this too. I can continue to coach. I can have patience. I can learn. So this is a really good learning experience. Um, and then remembering that they're kids too. I forget that a lot just with my own kids, just that they're kids. You know, I expect these, like they'll do something goofy, you know, like, um, I don't know, Cash will try to wipe his ass and then not throw the toilet paper in the toilet, just throw it on the floor. <laughs> I don't, I think he just missed, period, or piss all over the toilet seat. There's a classic one, right? Just pee all over it. Don't put the lid up, you know, all over, you know, those types of things. Although they sound funny when you're, when you're constantly having to clean it up, you know what I mean? It kind of gets old after a minute, right? And I have to remember that they're kids and it's my job to teach him. And to show him, not to be an asshole to him, but to show him, hey, bud, come on in here, dude. Let me show you about this. Look, we got to put the lid up. You know what I mean? I'm going to have to show him 10 times. I've, I've showed him 10 times, put it that way. You know, and, he, and he's getting better at it. He's doing it. This is just an, one example, right? But my point is I got to have patience and I have to remember that he's a kid. He's not an adult. He's not 38 years old. If I'm 38 years old, I'm still pissing all over the, the toilet seat and not putting the lid up and wiping my ass and throwing toilet paper off to the side like I just don't give a shit and I'm 38. That's an issue. That's a big issue, right? There's something wrong there. But he's five. You know, he just turned five. And so I have to remember that. Okay, now you might say, where the hell are you going with this? What, what are we talking about? Okay, here's what it is. Now, I already mentioned being a coach, right? I mentioned being a parent. I'm, I mentioned teaching my son, right? I have to show him things. I have to, I have to you know, show him. He has to rely on me. These kids rely on myself, whether from a coaching standpoint or whether we're talking about Cash, who's from you know, my, my son, from a strictly parenting standpoint. They all rely on us to be there for them, to teach them to provide for them, to provide food for them, to provide a home for my kids, right? Transportation, all that stuff, power. They, they, they rely on everything. The coach, the, the kids on our team, they rely on us to provide equipment when we come out. The best thing, snacks. They rely, they want snacks after the game. They don't care. They, you know, they're having fun, but the, you, you all know you got kids or you remember being a kid. The most important thing after the game, what was it? It was snacks. Who's got the cupcakes and the Capri Suns? That's what I want. We provide that for them. What if I could rely on God like a child relies on his or her parent or coach? That's the question. That's where this took me this week in thinking about this stuff. Why do I think that I can do everything on my own because I'm a 38, I'm a 38 year old man. I got this. I didn't know what voice I was doing there. Sorry. I got 
all like 27 of them that run around in my brain sometimes but that was the man let's let's try this man voice man i'm 38 so i got this shit i can do this on my own i don't need no help you don't i got this i'm gonna weigh this on my sh- i got i'm gonna carry all this weight i'm gonna do everything i'm gonna get the bills paid i'm gonna get this done i'm gonna get that done i'm gonna stay sober i'm gonna do this i'm gonna come under here i'm gonna do coach some t-ball i'm gonna play some softball i'm gonna do my job i'm gonna produce videos and podcasts and i'm gonna change the world so i'm gonna do it all by myself no Nope. No. Can't do it all by myself. And you hear what goes on in my brain. That's real talk right there. Now, luckily, I practice this enough in to when I get in those modes, because I still do, I can remind myself, no, Shane, you're not going to do all that. Okay, You're not going to do it because you, you can't do it. It's not humanly possible for you to carry all of that stuff. And this... What if I could rely on God like a child relies on his or her parent or coach comes from, I want to give credit where credit's due to a conversation Buddy and I had years ago, probably two, three years ago, if I remember back. That question came up very organically. Why don't we as adults rely on God from a childlike spirit just as kids rely on their parents? And so let me tell you for me what that looks like. That looks like Waking up in the day, in the first thing in the morning and saying, God, you got me today. I don't have to trip on anything. I got X, Y, Z, one, two, three, four, uh, you know, this, that, and the other thing to do today. And I know it's all going to get done when it's supposed to get done. It's not a pass for me to be lazy, but it is a pass for me to give it up to God and say, you got me today. I know you got me. I know you got me because you always got me because no matter what, soon as I think that stuff's not going my way or, and maybe it doesn't go my way. Maybe I'm not in control of it. Cause I'm not, <clears throat> maybe it's not, maybe I'm expecting something to work out a certain way and it doesn't, which expectations are my own worst enemy in itself. But I know at the end of the day, God always works it out for me some way or another. And that's why I have faith in him. And that's why I need to rely on him like a child relies on his parent, like a child relies on his coach. So I hope that makes sense. I hope that speaks to you a little bit and how it spoke to me when I started thinking of, you know, this, this T-ball coach and this coaching thing. And it just, it, it really spoke to me and reminded me that not only do I need to remember this stuff, I need to practice it. I need to, I need to, to, to practice it each morning when I wake up. And if I forget, I can do it throughout the day. I can do it at bedtime. You know, I can do it before I go to bed. Take a look back at my day, as it says in the book, in the big book. Was I resentful? Was I dishonest? Did I, did I do anything I need to make amends for? Um, did I serve others today? Did I serve you, God? Did I do a good, did I do the best job that I could do today? That's what it's about. That's what it's about. And hey, we're not perfect at it. I'm not perfect at it. I don't do it every day like I should. I try my best to do it. But you know how it is. We all got schedules. We have crazy ass things. And and that goes to getting off of our schedule, which I mentioned in uh, in the beginning of the intro. Um, what about when you're feeling overwhelmed and out of your routine? Um, man, Buddy just dropped a quote on me the other day. And I think it was, was it from Gandhi? He said, the, the more... Something along the lines of he woke up and 
had all these things to do today and figured he, he better. And, um, I got all these things to do today. I better med meditate for two hours instead of one. You know what I'm saying? So I know I, I kind of messed that up a little bit, but you can grasp the concept there. I don't need to do more. I need to pull back and, and, and actually do less and have faith that everything's going to work out and go with the flow. And that's when things get done. So I know that can be a little bit confusing. I still have to wrap my brain around it sometimes too, because we're so conditioned and wired to say, I need to do this, that, this, that I need to go do get it done, get it done. Work, 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 work. I get it. We got shit to do, but if we're not taking time out for God, for meditation, for prayer, for sitting back and thinking, living in the moment, spending time with ourselves, with our higher power, with our, with our families too, life's going to pass us by number one. And number two, we're going to be overwhelmed. We're going to be out of our routine. You know, and, and I'm talking about this from experience in this, this last week or two, July is a busy ass month for us. I know I harped on it. I think last week about how busy it is this month and I'm so fucking busy. I get tired of saying that shit. It's so, I feel so, I feel like such an ass. I'm so busy. I'm so important. I'm very important and busy. No, that's not it. I don't have to be busy all the time. Busy is, what is the old saying? I don't even know what it is. There's one cool one for busy though. So I'll just save it because I have no clue what it is. But let me wrap that up and put a little bow on it. Be the kid when it comes to God. Be the child. Act like a child when it comes to God. Let God do work. Let God work. For me, that's the best way. And I, and I, I, I say that not telling you what to do, but I say that and telling myself what to do and reminding myself like I need to be a child and act like a child when it comes to relying and having faith and putting everything into knowing that everything's going to work out just the way it's supposed to. And it will when I'm on that wave. Um, let me transition into men's softball really fast here. Uh, men's softball league. Okay. I think I did mention this too a few weeks back, maybe when Jess was on the show or I, I had mentioned that about how, you know, I don't know if, I don't know um, if I've spoke before about how I, how much I loved baseball and played baseball. I probably have big part of my life growing up. Um, a lot of good times as I got into more extracurricular activities like cocaine, drinking and marijuana, I stopped playing baseball. I did. I also hurt my arm. I had some shoulder surgery. Um, was mad at my dad. You're not mad at me. You're mad at your dad. <laughs> and I was like, fuck it. I'm not playing baseball anymore. I'm going to go do this. I'm going to go try to be a rocker. You know, and that's what I did. And so I got, I, you know, there was a time for a few years, probably five years, I would say, where I would not watch a baseball game because I was so, I was bitter at baseball. I was bitter that um, I quit playing I was bitter at my father because I didn't think that, you know, I disagreed with some of the way he handled stuff and what he did and whatever. It's a whole different story, which we've all worked out now, which is great. And, you know, accepted a lot of that stuff as it is what it is and, and forgiven and all that stuff. Right. But I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't watch baseball for a long time. So for me to get back into a men's league and softball with my homie Chad, who I spoke about at who came to the River Cats game, you know, with my homie Daryl out there, with my homie Rick. I've met some new new buddies out there too. You know, we get out there and we have a good time. 
and we get to play some some uh, some softball. We get to run around. We get to hit. Okay, so here's why I'm why I'm telling you this. So last night we had a playoff game. We've crushed it all season, right? We've had in this in this minute, and and mind you, I say we've crushed it. Like I'm not out there in the full getup with my Oakleys on, and, and nothing wrong with that. Okay, I don't have the baseball pants, so we don't have team jerseys. We're not professional men's softball players, okay? We got shorts and t-shirts and some batting gloves maybe and some cleats, and we go out there and we fuck around and we have fun, like straight up. We also like to win because we're dudes, right? We want to win. I'm not going out there trying to get my ass handed to me every time. I want to win, but I'm not throwing my hat and my glove and having a bad attitude and getting pissed off if we don't win. However, we've been kicking ass. We have a pretty good team. We've been putting up 15-plus runs a game. So we make it into the first round of playoffs. We play our game last night, um, and you got to win the first game to go to the championship game. Well, it just so happens that we go out and play the worst game we've ever played. Pretty common in baseball, right? We've seen it happen before in, in all different kinds of leagues, and from Little League all the way up to Major League Baseball. You show up, and you just can't get it together. So we got our asses handed to us like 17-3, to lost the game, Still had a hell of a time, had a good time. Um, it was fun. I played left center. I love outfield, love playing outfield, right? I had a ball hit to me that was pretty good little shot, right? Oh, and mind you, my kids and, and Jess were also busy and stuff. Like they don't come out to the games and sit and watch because I'm usually out there. I play real quick and I bounce out. There's always something going on. There's not really a lot of time to have the whole family out there together to sit down and watch old dad's baseball game, right? Or softball game. And I, I get it. And I'm totally fine with that. However, it was very nice last night. We actually did have time. They took the time. They made the time. We didn't have anything going on for once. Jess wasn't working. She's usually working. All three of them came out and it was a good time. And let me, I totally forgot about this. It was Cashy Boy's birthday too. Dude got a banging ass drum set. Banging ass drum set. Turned five yesterday at a t-ball game on his birthday and then came out to old dad's softball game. So what a hell of a day yes, you know, yesterday, right? Um, and so I'm excited that my family's out there is what I was getting at, okay? So a ball gets hit out to left center. It's a, it's a pretty good little shot. I don't take a, a step back first like you're always supposed to do. I just I kind of froze up, went the wrong direction, had to make some weird play backwards, ends up hitting off my glove and dropping the ball, right? Run scores, whatever. I pick it up, I throw it in. I'm like, son of a bitch. How'd that happen, right? I kind of laughed about it. And so we ended up finishing the game out. Had a good time. I'm riding home with Lucy and... I, I mentioned something to her about that. I said, oh, did you see me drop that ball? And she goes, oh, yeah, I did. She kind of laughed about it. And I, I go, uh, I go, yeah, man, that was a bummer, huh? I go, yeah, you know, that's that's kind of odd. It it's, doesn't happen all the time. Dad, I'm good, right? I'm good. I'm, I play softball. I'm good. I'm dropping them goddamn balls. You know that. I'm good. But I am good, right? It doesn't happen all the time. But let me, let me, let me tell you why I'm telling this for the third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, I don't know, eighth time I've said it. 
I said to Lou, I said, hey, so sometimes you make mistakes. You know, I gave her the whole rundown. Right now that I'm even talking about it, it kind of sounds hilarious. So sometimes, babe, you make mistakes in life. And what you got to do is pick the ball up and throw it in and forget about it and get ready for the next damn ball and catch it, which is what I did. I made like five or six great plays after that. But back in the day, back in the day when I was, when I was a kid coming up, even into my 20s before I got sober, I would have beat myself up over that. Guess what would have happened? I would have dropped that ball. I would have hung my head down. You know, I would have uh, I would have been all upset about it. I would have messed up the next five or six plays because I would have been so focused on the last one. You know, and and it would have just been a snowball effect from there of bad attitudes, shitty you know feelings. Um, it it wouldn't have been good. And man, thanks to my sobriety, thanks to a, a recovery program, thanks to God, thanks to working this shit, thanks to having a supporting family and loved ones and friends, and and I've been able to learn through this. I'm like, I don't do that stuff anymore. So here's what I'm trying to say: If you drop a ball, I'm using that as as a uh, an, an analogy here. Whatever your ball is, whatever you drop, whatever you fumble, whatever you fucked up, it's okay. Pick that shit up, throw it in, and keep your head up and catch the next one. Don't miss it next time. Learn from it. What did you do? Did you take a weird step backwards to the side? Your first step's supposed to be back in the outfield, not forward. So learn from that. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't beat yourself up. That's all I'm trying to say here. Take it easy on yourself. It doesn't mean make excuses either. You know, I can't make excuse. Well, you see, uh, the only reason I dropped that ball is because, you know, well, I wasn't, well, there was a fly in my face and I kind of stepped in a little rut there as I went backward. Why do I use that voice? I have no clue. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no room for excuses in why we dropped the ball. We just dropped it. Okay. And we need to figure out why we dropped it. What did you do? And as fast as possible, make amends if we need to figure out what happened and move on to the next thing. And next time that ball comes, don't fucking drop it. Plain and simple. Okay. Plain and simple. I love it, man. I love it. And I love you guys. Thank you guys for listening. I hope something I said spoke to you today. Thanks for letting me share what happened in my week. I'd love to hear from you guys. Hit me up on Instagram at real that sober guy, shoot me a message. Let me know how you like the show. If you learned anything from it, I can share it on upcoming episodes. If you give me permission, I will share it on Instagram as well. I, I, I would love to hear uh, some of your guys' thoughts. Another thing, you know what? I think I, I, I wanted to do real quick and this. I totally just remembered this right off the top of my head and I'm glad I did. If you guys have sobriety dates and you want to, um, to share those sobriety dates, you can email them to me. I email them to me at sobriety at that sober Shoot me an email with your sobriety date and send me a picture of yourself or yeah. Yeah. I guess of yourself. Right. Um, why did I, I feel I had to, I don't know. Of course you're going to send me a picture of yourself. For some reason I thought of pictures of weird shit. Don't send me any weird shit. I don't know why I thought of that. It just did. It popped in my head like a boner in sweatpants. Send me your picture. Send me your sobriety day. I'd love to post it on our Instagram and share the success of you guys out there um, on our page with everyone else out there who follows us. So if you want to do that, send me your date, a picture, sobriety at that sober Hit us up on Instagram again at real that sober guy. 
and you can, um, you know, and leave us a comment about this episode or, or whatever, whatever the hell you want. Um, one more thing, a couple more things before we wrap this up, relying on God. I just want to bring it back one more time. We're relying on God like a child relies on a parent or a coach, right? Let's try that this week. I'm going to work hard on that this week too. Really giving it up, giving up control, letting that weight off my shoulders, letting uh, myself know that God has me and my family day in and day out. You know, we all went out and got all grown up. We got too serious, started taking everything so damn personal. Stop it. Stop taking things personal. It's not personal. It just is. It's life. If you drop a ball, keep your head up. Catch the next one. That's the best thing. We get to keep going. We got another shot at it. Life's short. Don't beat yourself up. Don't quit. Check us out. Thatsoberguy.com. Peace, love, and respect. Connect with us on Instagram one more time. At Real That Sober Guy. Love you guys. Keep your blood clean. So keep my head on straight I've been trying So keep my head on straight I've been trying To keep my head on straight You still say that I don't know Anything about you Oh, I don't know anything about you But I know what you do in the back room And you still say that I don't know anything about you